Hello, and welcome to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. I'm actually recording this outside. The first time since I have started the podcast back in December, it was actually nice enough to record outside on a day I wanted to record a podcast. I've done a couple videos for the YouTube channel outside, but never a podcast. Mm, it's a little windy out. If the audio is not great, I won't record out here again. But there are some birds singing in the distance, some wind chimes chiming. I have made a video about wind chimes or a video in which wind chimes appear that is the spring cleaning video but this is episode 53 and again it comes from the YouTube channel I have a contest going on for this podcast I can't say that it has been too successful Maybe for a couple reasons. One is that in some countries it is difficult to get Apple podcasts. But the contest goes like this. If you are listening to Apple podcasts, or if you can get this podcast on Apple podcasts, go to my channel page and leave a five-star review and your nickname and then email me at thisguyspeaksitalian at gmail.com what your nickname is and I will enter you into the drawing right now we have nine names so tomorrow April 25th I will pick one of those names and we will sit down and have a half-hour conversation. Maybe a tutoring session. Maybe you simply want to talk for half an hour about anything. But it's your half-hour. You get to pick what we talk about. I can also prepare a lesson for you if you are struggling with some area of English. I can prepare that if you win. The instructions or the details are actually in the description for this episode. So if you didn't catch the email, check the description box. I will have another contest that may be easier to enter and this will be on the YouTube channel because I am pretty close to 1,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel. It has the same name as this podcast, Learn American English with This Guy. So if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, you might want to. And when we hit 1,000 subscribers, I'll have a video, kind of a celebration video, and if you leave a comment on that, you will be entered to win 
a half hour tutoring session with me. And I will pick two winners for that whenever we hit 1,000 subscribers. So I hope you like this episode. More slang. Slang seems to be very popular on the podcast and on the YouTube channel. And I think I will be making four total videos in April for slang. April 2020. I should mention that the podcast contest ends today. And today is April 24th. So if you happen to be listening to this podcast on the day it is released, please enter the contest and I will pick a name tomorrow on my live stream. Before I go, I just want to Thank you all for listening. Be on the lookout for two more slang podcasts by the end of April. Hope you're all safe where you are. I hope your family is safe. And thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome back to another video. As you saw from the title, this is more slang, more slang. I did one video on slang already. It was fairly well received. People seem to enjoy the information. So I thought I could do another one. There, there's plenty of slang in the English language to go around, but I'm making sure that I'm only Picking ones that you'll find useful and ones that you will actually hear in the English language. I could pump out tons of slang videos, but I don't want to do anything from 20 years ago. So these are all current. These are all phrases or words that you might hear in common everyday English spoken by native English speakers. You'll see that uh, I'm in a different room today. I will explain why after if anybody cares i won't do that before because i know you guys are here for some slang but before i get into the actual slang i'm wondering have you subscribed please do if you haven't really helps the channel and you won't miss any notifications and i'm speaking a little bit softer today because most of my family is sleeping but they're in another part of the house so you might not hear them. Maybe give me a thumbs up if you like this video and leave a comment. If you like more slang videos, I might make them only if they can be useful to you though. All right, the first two come from the gaming world. All of those, mostly guys, but not all, that play games a lot. You'll hear these two phrases from gamers, but they have made it into the real world as well. And the first one is ripping some dubs, ripping some dubs. With gamers, that means they are going to play and win a lot. 
because dubs is short for W's and when starts with W and to rip some dubs means to get a lot of wins in a row. So if you are a gamer and you want your buddies to come play a game with you, you might say, hey, you ready to rip some dubs? And that means, are you ready to play? Meaning they think they're going to win a lot. They think they're pretty good. But every so often, you'll hear that in regular English. Maybe you had a really good week. Good weeks are hard to come by in the quarantine, right? But um, somebody might ask you, hey, how did your week go? You're like, oh man, I was ripping some dubs all week, ripping some dubs. Meaning you were winning, you were having a bunch of good days in a row. So ripping some dubs is the first one. But the second one is the opposite of that. Gamers also might say, take the L, take the L, which means you took the loss, took the loss. So if you are having a really bad week, you might say, man, no, I took an L this week. I took an L. You might say that about a recent test that you just failed. How'd that test go? Mm, took the L on that one. So anytime you have a little bit of bad luck, you can say, man, I took the L, took the loss. This one's one of my favorites because it was popular when I was a kid in the 80s. But then a television show called The Goldbergs here in the United States, which is based on 80s life, is playing on TV now. And it's bringing a lot of the things that were popular in the 80s back. And one of the things is noise, noise. If something is really good and you like it, you can say noise. Say that noise. Repeat after me. Noise. Feels good. Noise. And I think it comes from like 80s punk rock where maybe they were American, but they try to put like a British. If you're, if you're really young, you probably don't know anything about punk music, but it was one of those like they would fist pump and kind of speak British, but they were English. So this is kind of popular with my students now where you can say noise instead of saying simply nice as something is good. You can say noise noise so the next two are used together by these youtubers that my son watches so they're very popular with teenagers and there are flags of this and i really don't want to give the channel name because they're not the most appropriate young men but they get a lot of views they're pretty funny they do some fairly illegal things but they have a couple sayings called just send it and full send okay so let's break this down if you want your friend to just do it you might say dude just send it send it full send do it for example i use this sometimes maybe you're trying to get a date with somebody right which is probably not going to happen during this quarantine phase you're probably on your own but um, send it means to just do it. Just do it. Maybe you want your friend to ask this person out, but they're a little scared. They're not. Send it, dude. Send it. Full send means no looking back. Just do it. And my son and I, this summer, we would go bridge jumping. I don't think I've mentioned it on this channel before. 
I mentioned it in the podcast. We go bridge jumping, which is literally finding a tall bridge with deep water below, and then you just jump off the bridge into the water. And that was really popular with us, especially if you were like a little scared or we brought a friend with us and they were a little scared. You might just do, just send it, send it, send it, full send. No half sendies. That's another one. No half sendies. Meaning like, don't do it halfway, full send. Do it all the way. So there's just send it and full send all the way. Full send. I hope I'm being loud enough for for you guys, but my, my family's sleeping a little ways off. I just don't want to wake them up. So maybe you have to turn your volume up a little bit. I'm sorry, but I think somebody just woke up. But the next one is side hustle. My side hustle. Or you could say every day I'm hustling. That comes from a song. So when you're hustling, that means you're trying to make money. You're trying to make money, maybe at your work, especially if you were like in sales and a lot of your money comes from the products you sell. It could be every day you're hustling. You're trying to sell more every day you're hustling. Maybe when you're learning English, you could say like every day I'm hustling, trying to get better. You're trying to work at a goal. That's hustling, hustling. But then we have this thing called side hustle which is slang for a part-time job for the most part. I'll get into the other example too. But so if you have a way that you make money on the side, we say it. So you have a full-time job and that's what you do for about 40 hours a week, at least in the United States. But if you work nights somewhere, we might say that where you work nights, you get off your job and then you go to another job, you could call that a side hustle. For example, the reason I am up in this room is my wife is starting a new job today. She had the opportunity to get some work that her friend couldn't find help for. So this is gonna be her side hustle. She's still teaching, but in quarantine, teachers, aren't giving their students as much work where I am told to give my students about 10 minutes of work a day. They have six teachers. So my students should get roughly one hour of work each day. So I'm doing a little extra with the YouTube channel. You could say that's my side hustle. And then my wife is now working another job just for extra money. And she didn't want to take that job because there are a lot of people out of work now, but nobody was taking the job. So her friend was like, I'm really desperate. I need someone to work. So my wife said, I will. And she's working in, in the room I normally record in, which is why I'm up here. It's a little nicer room up here, but I can't be quite as loud. So if you're working hard at something, you could say you're hustling. You're hustling to get it done. And it doesn't mean quickly. It, it could mean quickly. If you're hustling somewhere, it's you're going there quickly but if you're talking about a job like every day I'm hustling it means you're working hard side hustle a part-time job an extra job sometimes and you shouldn't do this but if you're in a relationship with someone but then you have someone on the side it's you're cheating on them which you shouldn't do 
but they call that sometimes a side hustle. Notice I said they call it. I don't. That's wrong. You should not do that. But if you have somebody on the side, you might tell a friend, oh yeah, she's my side hustle. But you shouldn't do that. Please don't do that. It's wrong. Hurts people's feelings. All right. The next two have to do with women, I guess. And it's mostly what guys call women they think are attractive. Okay. So if they, hopefully they don't have a side hustle. Hopefully it's their main squeeze. I guess that's a bonus one. Your main squeeze is like your wife, your husband, your, your boo. I don't think we've talked about that one yet. Right. Boo. Some people call their, it's just a pet name for someone they're dating. Boo. And you might hear Bay. I, I didn't plan on talking about these today, but Bay. B A E. B A E. It stands for before anyone else. So you might hear someone say, hey, she's my Bay before anyone else. You take her over anyone else. My Bay. And sometimes you'll hear my boo. Didn't plan on doing those two. Those are bonuses, but they were pretty easy to explain. The other two though, are maybe not when you are dating them, but you think they're very attractive. You might hear dime. You might hear, whoa, she's a dime. She's a dime. Meaning a dime in our money is 10 cents. And so a 10 is apparently like the best score you can get in a lot of sports like gymnastics or diving. So if somebody is really attractive to someone else, they might say, whoa, she's a dime. You don't hear that about guys too much. At least I don't. And the other one that's like a dime is a snack. Like, oh, she's a snack. Don't know where that comes from. But if you hear somebody say, whoa, she's a snack, means they're attractive. I don't think we use that for guys. I don't think. You'd have to ask some American women, which... I haven't asked them. Maybe I should have done some research for this, but I don't think so. I don't think so. Snack and dime. The next two are sort of mean. So I would say you shouldn't use them, but you might hear others using them. The first one is muffin top. Muffin top. And I don't want to put a picture. I will describe it. But let's say someone is a little heavy around the middle and then they have their pants are a little too tight I will show a muffin I'll show what an actual muffin top is but a muffin top on a person and the slang is the little bit of fat or it could be a lot of fat but coming over the sides of their pants muffin top so you might hear some people say "Ooh, I don't want a muffin top meaning these pants are a little too tight. And the other one is uh, fat shaming. Fat shaming. So it's a, it's a word or a term in English that you don't want to be a part of. But in the United States at least, it is impolite to ever talk about somebody's body. You, unless you know them really well, you aren't going to judge them. And if you are saying that somebody should lose weight or, hey, maybe you shouldn't have that extra muffin, 
that would be fat shaming is making them feel bad for their weight whether they are or not fat shaming is just bad but you might hear that you might, are you fat shaming me are you fat shaming me like hey if i want this extra cookie i'll have it don't worry about it fat shaming don't do it muffin top don't say it all right here's a quick one and if you're italian you might know this particularly well but if something is really good somebody just woke up if something is really good you could say it's gucci it's gucci that's how americans pronounce that italian brand but if something's really good you say oh it's all gucci it's all gucci or sometimes you might even hear gooch oh it's all gooch so um how did your day go today you say oh it's gucci it's all gucci meaning it's all good how did you do on that test recently oh gucci gucci it's all good so gucci and good can be synonyms they mean the exact same thing the next one is wait what wait what wait what yesterday happened to be easter okay in the united states and there was a comment i read and it said hey wishing everyone a merry christmas so i had to do wait what wait what so when something doesn't sound quite right to you you can say those two words together wait what wait what wait what all right i was just kind of interrupted this is why this room is not ideal because sometimes people do walk through but just one of those things and i'm hope i'm loud enough but i don't know so that's something you can do in english if something doesn't sound quite right to you you like wait what wait what they they go together really quickly wait what and the last one for today is cool story bro cool story bro when those three words are used together that means you just heard a story from someone and it kind of wasted your time you wish they hadn't told the story and you can say cool story bro and it just means like why did you tell me that you didn't have to like you really didn't care about what they were saying cool story bro it is a bit of an insult often said between friends but yesterday i uploaded a video about a story with my family and easter and ralphie great guy he always comments on my video so thank you very much but he did say cool story so i almost did a wait what wait what what did he just say wait what but, he, but i knew he meant it in a good way and it made me want to tack this on the end of the video with if you ever say cool story bro i mean you could write that in the comment section maybe on this video because it wasted your time in the comments if you put cool story bro it will hurt a little bit meaning you just wasted my time so that's going to do it for today um i hope i explained why i'm in this room i hope i was loud enough if not just turn the volume up and hopefully i didn't go too high or too low but thank you so much for watching this i hope i didn't waste your time but if i did in the comments section cool story comma bro